good enough and getting better. Welcome to the podcast where we can pursue personal growth, not because we have to in order to somehow be good enough, but because we know we already are good enough. We are each a unique and rare expression of human life with no duplicate. And from this foundation, we pursue personal growth because we know we can and because we know we are capable of creating all kinds of different experiences in life. And we want to play with that capacity and expand our options. We make personal growth enjoyable and easy when we can approach it with joy and playful curiosity instead of lack and insecurity. So stay tuned and join me on this journey to be more rooted in our true self-worth and more empowered in our growth process. We are good enough and we are getting even better. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Laura Lenore. Welcome to 2023. This is the first episode after the new year. Happy New Year if you're listening to this relatively soon. And this episode, as well as all of the episodes this month, are going to be related to goals. This is a time of year when we are thinking a lot about the changes that we want to make, about the things that we want to create in our lives in this new year. And thinking in terms of goals, I think, is a lot more effective than thinking in terms of resolutions. A resolution is usually just a statement, a decision with really often no action or planning behind it whatsoever. And so it's not really surprising that people don't think that they work because they usually don't statistically. And so in terms of setting goals, I am going to be talking about the different principles behind the NLP process of creating well-formed outcomes. These are outcomes that really give us the best chance of being effectively achieved and that are congruent with what we really want and lessens the chance of spending a lot of time going after something we think we want only to discover that it actually isn't something that is wholly beneficial in our lives or is really connected to our deeper values and what we want. So we're going to walk through these principles today. There are seven different principles. And in order to get the most out of this, I think it would be really helpful if you do this with an actual goal in mind so that we can sort of shape this goal, shape this outcome through these different principles. And that way, it's something where you can actually start this process and actually begin working on this. Because I know if you're anything like me, it's it can be so easy to just listen to podcasts while you're driving or doing something else and think, oh, that's a great idea. I'll get back to that later. And then you just never do. So If you actually walk through this process with me, pull out a piece of paper, pull up a computer document and get a start on this, it's going to be much more likely that you're actually going to do it. And feel free to even pause in between each principle to take the time that you need to work on your own. You know, use this as an opportunity to really get started on this right away. So let's begin just by thinking about what it is that you want to work on. What is the one most important thing, the starting point that is on your mind in regards to what you want to accomplish or change or shift in your life in 2023 or whatever year it is when you're listening to this. And the first principle is that we want to state our outcome in the positive. 
What this means is that we want to phrase this in terms of what we do want rather than what we're trying to avoid or what we don't want. It's so common for people to fill out my intake forms with their goal for our work together being stated in negative terms. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to experience this pattern. I don't want this problem in my relationships. And the first question that I'm always going to ask when I see that is, what do you want instead? What do you want to feel instead? Where do you want to be instead? What do you want your relationships to look like instead? Because knowing where you're going is actually so important for actually being able to get there. Our unconscious minds really don't handle negatives very well. It's very hard to picture a negative to create a sense of a negative thing. The metaphor I typically give will be that if I were going to send you to the store to buy a few things for me, and I told you that I definitely don't want you to buy me bananas, and I definitely don't need any peanut butter right now, and absolutely never, ever, ever buy me uh, chewing gum, then you maybe would have a little bit of a hard time figuring out what to get me when you go to the store. But if on the other hand, I said I need two lemons and a half a cup of cashews and a box of this specific brand of baking powder or whatever it is, you know, you'd know exactly where to go and what to do. And our unconscious minds work the same way. When our goals are stated in terms of what we don't want, it doesn't really give us a direction to move towards. And so we usually just kind of go around in circles, knowing what you want is number one for a reason. What you want instead of what you don't want. And most people don't even realize that they're answering that question in a negative until I point that out. So really think when you're saying, I want to feel this way, I want to experience this thing, have this thing, have this kind of job, have this kind of relationship, whatever it is that your goal is, what is it that you actually want rather than the thing that you don't want or the thing that you want to stop or the thing that you want to avoid experiencing. So that's number one. What do you want? And once you have that written down, then let's move on to the second one, which is let's make sure that this goal is something that is self-initiated and self-maintained, that this is something you can actually do, that you're the one that's responsible for making it happen. There are times where we don't really think deeply about the things that we want, where when you really look at it, you realize that you are expecting something to happen that is outside of your control, that relies on someone else's behavior or somebody else's intervention. And in some cases, even the goal might be something that you can do, but it's not actually your goal, like you're doing it because this is what someone else told you to want. And so you just sort of took that on. Some really common examples of this include when you go into a certain field of work because your parents wanted you to do that work, or you want to make certain lifestyle changes because your partner is basically telling you to do that. Those goals are going to be really hard to achieve because they're not connected to your own motivation. And so if you don't really want it for you, if you can't find something about that goal that you actually want for yourself that really connects with your values and who you are, then I would personally suggest to find a different goal because it's going to be a lot harder to get there than it needs to be. 
So identifying the aspect of this that is in your control, that's where you really want to focus. If your issue is something where part of it is in your control and part of it isn't, then focusing on the aspects that are in your control is going to be something that's going to be much more achievable, obviously, because you're the one who is achieving it. So once you've determined that, we are going to look at the evidence. The third principle here is we want to explore the evidence criteria for how you know you have achieved this outcome. What are you going to see, hear, feel, smell, taste that lets you know that you've gotten there, that you've achieved this? What is the actual end scene of the movie of this outcome, basically, assuming movies have feelings and smells, which, you know, let's just imagine for a moment that they do. It's a virtual reality movie or something. Um, What is it that you're going to hear yourself say or other people say to you when you've gotten this outcome? How are you going to feel in terms of emotions and in terms of sensory experiences when you've achieved this outcome? How will you know? Basically, you're answering the question, how will I know when I've gotten there? So think about that. And the more sensory detail you can add to this, the more it really connects with our motivation, our sense of clarity in terms of what we want and how to get there. And once we have this, then the next one is somewhat similar. We want to think about the context of this outcome where you want to experience this, when and with whom. For this one, this is going to really depend on the kind of goal that you're setting. If your goal is around what you want to feel, let's say you want to feel more confident or more assertive, there's going to be some parts of your life where that's going to be appropriate for you to increase those feelings and some parts of your life where those feelings maybe are not as warranted, right? You don't want to be too assertive in a situation where you're having a delicate conversation with a close friend, but maybe you want to feel more assertive when you're doing your salary negotiation or something along those lines. For lifestyle changes, there's going to be some times when you want to be more strict with yourself, and then there's going to be moments where you want to be able to be a little bit more flexible. Basically, actually, with any goal, having some flexibility, knowing when and where you need that flexibility is going to be helpful to prevent hitting a wall, hitting a burnout point where you feel like you just can't continue with that goal. So thinking about what is the context where and when and with with whom you will be experiencing this outcome where this change is appropriate, where this change is wanted versus where it isn't. And so really thinking about that in advance can help you be clear about what kind of boundaries you need to set around this outcome around this change. So think about that. And number five, we want to be able to maintain the good aspects, the benefits that we've experienced from the thing that we are changing. So whatever it was about that thing, that was the reason that you did it in the first place, We will do best moving forward with our goal when we can find a way to keep those benefits or find different ways to experience that positive state or that positive pattern in our life, even as we're setting goals to change the parts of that that we are a little bit less excited about. 
So if you are changing a habit and something about the old habit brought you a sense of comfort or a sense of rewarding yourself, then finding new ways to bring more of that sense of comfort or reward into your life that fit in with the way that you want to be in your life moving forward, then that's going to really help you stick with this goal if you feel like you can maintain those positives. So really put some time, put some thought into what are you getting from the thing you're leaving behind and how can you maintain the positive aspects of that in your life moving forward. This one is really, there's a lot to this. So spend a little bit of time really thinking about this. And number six, we want to really take a look at our resources, both the resources that we already have that are going to help us to achieve this outcome and the resources that we know that we can access. So there are going to be some outcomes that we could go towards that we already know we have all the resources we need. That's not going to be most of them. But hopefully there's some combination of the resources we already have and the resources that we know that we can get that can get us there. And by resources, I'm talking about things like information and knowledge, things like physical resources, contacts that can help us find what we need, resources like time, energy, emotional states can be a resource. If there's a a real determination you have around something, then that is a resource state that is helpful in achieving that thing. So really taking a look at what it takes to get there. And if you don't already have that Do you have some sense of how you're going to be able to locate and acquire the resources that you need? If the entire goal hinges on a resource that you are confident that you will not be able to get, then I would suggest that you reshape that outcome in a way that allows you to actually have a little more control over that. So think about what it is that you already have that's going to help you move forward, whether that's support, whether that's knowledge, whether that's just an idea of where you will be able to find the information that you need when you need it, whether it's physical tools or space or, you know, determination, a sense of humor, resilience, the time that you're going to set aside, all of these different things, taking a look at those resources and really considering the ones that you don't already have what is it that you will be able to do in order to acquire those? And then lastly, the principle of ecology in NLP. When NLP refers to ecology, they're not talking about the environment. They're talking about the sense of the whole of everything, all of the systems interacting together in a mutually beneficial way. So basically, all of us exist in relationship to every other part of our lives. And so it allows us to really look at the consequences of any change that happens in a system and how that is hopefully going to balance in a harmonious way or identifying the ways in which maybe it won't and then addressing that. So one of the ways that you can really look at the ecology of this goal is basically creating Cartesian coordinates where 
that's where you draw basically four sections on a piece of paper. And on one side, you have the the vertical column is what will happen or what won't happen. And on the horizontal, it's what if I achieve my outcome or if I don't achieve my outcome. So the four squares then become, let's list out what won't happen if I achieve my outcome, what will happen if I achieve my outcome, what won't happen if I don't achieve my outcome, and what will happen if I don't achieve my outcome. And then for each one of those four boxes, we really want to look at all the various areas of our life, our our relationships, our family, our personal growth, our finances, our health, our home life, our work life, uh, our relationship to ourself, our personal care in terms of needing fun and relaxation and recreation in our life, our sense of security, our amount of energy. It's not a finite resource. So we only have so much to give to the whole of our lives. If we're putting a lot of it into one area, what happens to everything else? And even spirituality, some people, that is a very important factor. How does this affect our spiritual life? So just looking at all of these different aspects of your life in terms of what will and won't happen if you achieve or don't achieve your goal can give you some clarity in terms of both the motivational factors, the things that actually really help you understand what is driving you to move forward in in terms of this change, and some of the factors that need to be addressed. So if you're working really hard towards a goal, and then you realize that there are some really potentially negative outcomes in various other areas of your life that may interfere with you actually being able to enjoy this outcome, really looking at this and deciding, is this something that I can get past, that I can mitigate, that I can find a way to make sure that this negative outcome does not have as large an effect, or maybe that ecology check really tells you that this goal is not something that is overall a net benefit for your life. You know, nobody is going to be able to make that decision except for you. Looking at each of these seven different things in regards to the goal that you are trying to achieve in your life should help you really get started with a much greater sense of clarity, a much greater sense of what you really want, why it's important to you, how you know you've gotten there. All of these things really help you tune your unconscious mind to move towards the school to more effectively plan and take the steps that you need to take in order to create this change in your life. And once you have this well-formed outcome, we are also going to use this in next week's hypnosis session. I'm going to put out a really short episode next week that's basically just going to be designed to take this well-formed outcome that you have created in this session. And it's going to be a really short hypnosis track so that you can use it even daily if you want to, but use it pretty regularly to stay focused on this outcome, on the benefits of this outcome, where you want to go so that your unconscious mind can really help drive you towards this much more easily. And so really go through these steps and really create this outcome with all the sensory detail and everything so that you can bring that into that process. And then we will do some hypnosis on that together next week.
So thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this has been helpful. I hope you already are experiencing a greater level of clarity in regards to what you want to accomplish this year, or maybe realizing that there's something you thought you wanted to accomplish and you are instead going to let yourself off the hook for something you actually didn't really want or that is not actually as beneficial as you were thinking that it might be for you. Regardless of what you came up with today, clarity in regards to this process is very helpful. And hopefully you can put together a well-formed outcome around something you really do want to achieve before I see you again for next week's episode. I would love to hear what you think of this process. You can go ahead and find me at facebook.com slash good enough and getting better. You can send me an email at lenorehypnosis.com. And if there is a change that you feel like you need a little additional help making, hypnosis is an excellent way to get to the unconscious aspects that keep us stuck and that help us move forward. You can schedule a free phone consultation at lenorehypnosis.com as well. And I really appreciate you joining me today. I appreciate when you like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with others and really help to get this information out. And I will see you again next week for the hypnosis episode to really allow you to stay focused on your outcomes and really achieve these things much more easily this year. Thanks for joining me. Bye for now. 